Hello everyone and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I am Ellie Hope Collins and I am so glad that you're here. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing from divorce, trauma, and betrayal. Because Jesus has already extended healing to us and sometimes he's inviting us to receive that healing for ourselves. We are entering a new series and I'm really excited because we have a guest host. I'm sorry, you're not going to have me in your ears for the next couple weeks, but my husband, Austin Collins, is actually going to be bringing the word. I'm very excited about it. He is an amazing teacher. He's a lot more calm in his tone than I am, so this might be a gift for your ears today. Um, But in the next couple weeks, we're going to be diving into some things and lessons that Austin learned while he was going through a divorce. So be encouraged and stay tuned until the end because I do have a special offer for you. What is up, everybody? My name is Austin. I am Ellie's husband, for those of you who don't know. Um, I've, made, I've made a few appearances here on the Hope Proclaim podcast. Like Ellie, I'm, I'm divorced. Um, I went through a, a really difficult situation in 2015, beginning of 2016. And from that point, uh, the Lord has really, I I felt felt, just felt this call to people in similar situations, people who are going through it. Um, I've met with men past several years who who have gone through divorce and infidelity, have been on kind of both sides of those situations, and it's been really good. Uh, Lately, uh, the Lord has just been stirring some things up in me um, about my story. Um, I've been reminded lately of the teachings that he gave me when I was just really going through it, um, just kind of in the thick of things and just the ways that he showed up for me that really just impacted the rest of my life and changed the trajectory of everything. So he's been reminding me of these things so much so, and I'll, I'll, tell, I'll share more in a little bit, um, that I'm starting a new podcast series um, that I'm calling Lessons in the Corner. And I'll tell you uh, what that means in a little bit. That name isn't arbitrary. It comes from somewhere in my story. So the tone of this series is going to be a little bit different than the content you usually get from the Hope Proclaimed podcast. But I believe it's going to be really good. And it's going to be very timely. I'm believing that this is a timely series for people right now, you who are listening. Um, I I really believe the Lord is going to use this. So really, really to to start this series, I'm just going to take you on a journey through my story from the beginning uh, chronologically and just the ways the Lord showed up for me. Um, I think it's going to be super powerful. And so to start right here, right now, um, just want to tell you kind of where I came from um, and how I got into that position of divorce, like how, how I even got there. So starting all the way back in the beginning, um, just about myself, um, I grew up in the church. I have four siblings. Um, I'm the oldest. Um, In high school, I lived um, what I would call a hypocritical lifestyle. I knew a lot about God. I was in sort of teaching roles in youth group and just school positions. So I taught Bible things and I I, I did a lot of those kinds of things, but behind the scenes, I really wasn't living for him fully. My heart wasn't uh, for him totally. Uh, there were aspects of my heart that were definitely for him. And there were other areas where I was really just 
living for the world, um, sleeping with my girlfriend, um, etc. And so there came a point around my junior year where I, I just did some really stupid things and it, it just kind of shook me. And I was like, this needs to end. I can't live this fractured lifestyle with one foot in and one foot out. It's not right. And so I was like, all right, Lord, like this is it. I'm done. What, what, whatever you want to do, I want to do that. I'm totally in. I just, I'm really sick of living this, uh, sort of two-faced lifestyle. So it was, it was giving me a lot of anxiety, a lot of pain. So so at that time, I was like, all right, Lord, um, whatever you want to do, um, I'm, I'm not going to date anyone. I'm not going to pursue anybody. I'm just going to be you and me until you send me the right person, until you send me the one that I'm supposed to marry. So I'm not going to look for anybody. I'm just going to, it's just going to be you and me right now. And so um, the summer before my junior year, I just buckled down and I uh, really just pursued the Lord um, and he shaped me and taught me a lot of things. I really grew in that time and within a few months I met my 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 ex-wife and it was kind of a, like a fairy tale situation. She was introduced for, uh, to me um, through uh, one of my mom's friends came from a Christian home. She checked all the boxes. She was beautiful. She had all the things. And I was like, Lord, I, I said, you know, I said that I'm not going to pursue anyone unless you show me. And I didn't have a lack of peace or any red flags or anything. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Um, so we started meeting. We really uh, hit it off super well. We really progressed pretty quickly, I would say. Um, and I think that happens a lot of times when you're in high school or even just out of high school and college. We progressed pretty quickly. We we dated for it was less than a year and we got engaged before my freshman year in college. Um, just seemed like things were lining up. I was asking the Lord, like, am I am I ready to be married? Is that is that something that that's for me? Um and he in that moment I remember just feeling peace about it. Um, and being reminded of Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in me and I'll give you the desires of your heart. Um, just thinking, like, have I been delighting myself in God? Yeah, I have. It's just been me and him. And then he's, it, was, it was as if he was saying, then why can't I give you the desires of your heart? And so I was like, all right, Lord. And so that's when I chose to be all in for, for marriage. And I was like, I'm, I'm committed. We're, I'm going to do this. We got married in July of 2013. And it things were good. Uh, things were pretty good. I was going to school. I studied philosophy. She was going to nursing school at the time. We were kind of had just busy lives. I was actually CNA too um, in, in long-term care. And so I did that outside of school. So we were both just busy doing life, working together. And, and sort of over the course of college, because of how busy we were, we, we sort of grew distant and we weren't putting the time into our relationship that really the relationship main, uh, needed to be maintained. And so I'm, I'm graduating college in 2015 um, in April. I'm just seeing that after we graduate, I'm like, we, we're not at a place where we should be right now. Um, we, we're really distant. Um, this isn't good. Uh, what do we do? And so it actually came a few weeks after I graduated. 
we were in my bedroom in this little fourplex in West Fargo. Um, and she looked at me with this serious, um, kind of depressed look and said, I'm, I'm not happy. And I could tell she really meant it. And it was like, I'm not happy. I can't do this sort of thing. But all she said was, I'm not happy. And then I, so I started asking questions like, what, like, I'm not like, I'm not very happy either. Like, what do we do? Um, what, what can I do for you? How, how can we close this gap? Like, let's, let's take a trip for each other. And I started just kind of pursuing her, but maybe too much kind of really just pressing in. Cause I was feeling anxious and like, let's take a big trip together. Let's like, let's spend a lot of time together and close this gap. And um, like, I'm not happy either. And she kind of walked out and that's all that she said. Over the, the course of the following weeks, um, things are just devolving. It was like she was starting to just clock out. And so she started hanging out with her friends um, several nights a week instead of being home. And so there were half of the nights I would just be by myself, like texting and like, hey, let's please let's let's work on this. I'm not happy either. Like, I don't, I don't want to be in this place of distance. And it, it just sort of continued to escalate few nights a week turned into most of the week turned into almost every night she would be gone just where we were was hard and I, I mean I really don't blame either of us you know we, we we were young we both had issues um and it made sense like who wouldn't want to just escape and go be with friends and have a good time and then not work on a really difficult situation at home and so like, I, I really understood, I even understood, but I was also like freaking out a little bit. I was like, this is not okay. We cannot continue down this road. As things progressed, as things progressed, uh, maybe, a, maybe a couple months in, um, which felt like forever. Um, but it was a couple months into that. I come home from work and the apartment is half empty and all of her things are gone. But my apartment's half empty and I don't know where she is. I don't know who she's with. And I'm just like, what, what is going on? Like, I'm reaching out to her, no response. Super hard. Not only was I, I was like feeling empty, but like my apartment was like empty. And it was just all the things. Um, so things didn't unfortunately stop there. Hey guys, I'm interrupting this episode to let you know about the Healing from Divorce online course that I've created a couple months ago. This is an eight week long program that I've designed to launch you into Christ-centered healing from divorce or a bad breakup. With this course, you go through eight weeks of reclaiming a particular area of your life. And this is a way of activating God's healing and redemptive power in your life through your divorce. If this is something you're interested in, you can head over to the link that's in my bio and receive the first week free of this course. So you can just try it out, see if it's a good fit for you, see if you like kind of the, the videos that I have up there, and you can watch every video in week one absolutely for free. So head over to the link that's in my bio and receive that first week absolutely free. And now back to the episode. One day, my, my, one of my good friends was like, hey, I need to talk to you. And it was very serious. It was, it was a, he sent me a text. And my heart just dropped. And um, I knew it, 
was about my wife at the time. I knew something was going on, and it had to have been with what what else could it be about? There was nothing else. I didn't have anything else going on in my life. It had to be about her. It happened to be the day that my parents came back from their big trip from their 25th anniversary, and they just happened to be visiting me. And they really, I don't think they ever really visited. That was like the time that I can remember that they, they visited. They visited me on this day, living by myself. And they were actually staying with me that very night. So they're at my apartment. Uh, so I'm pretty well losing it. <laughs> I'm very anxious, not having a great time. And so I, for whatever reason, I don't end up seeing him face to face until like 3.30 in the morning this, this night. My parents are actually sleeping in my room. Um, where my ex, where my, my wife and I slept, and I was sleeping on the couch that night. And so he, he comes in at 3.30, and then he shows me pictures of my wife with another man. It wasn't, like, explicit. It was just, like, they were out together at um, a gathering. It's, it's really what I expected, but for that to be confirmed was just extremely, extremely heartbreaking. Um, this person that I love so much, so much is like being courted by someone else. Like I'm, I'm married to this person and someone else wants to step in. And so I'm feeling a lot of things and he leaves. Um, it's three, three, four in the morning. I, I go wake up my dad and I'm like, dad, this is what's happening. And I don't know what to do. And he started problem-solving for a little bit because he was getting anxious, too. And I was like, Dad, I don't need you to problem-solve. I just need you to kind of be with me for a second. Anyways, he ended up going to bed um, a little after that. We talked, and I laid on the couch. And I cried myself to sleep. And that was uh, one of the worst nights. And so, in regards to this podcast, taking it back from such a serious and heavy note, when I say Lessons from the Corner, or Lessons in the Corner, which is the title of this series, that's the corner. That, that was the corner for me. Um, the corner is a place that is really dark, that is really, really heavy, that is depressing. There's, there isn't clarity there. You don't know where you're going. It's a, a large, a big characteristic of it is, is it's unexpected. You didn't plan for the corner. The corner came to you, and now you're in it. You're in the corner. Um, so when I say lessons in the corner, this is the place. And so this is really what the podcast is about in this place of feeling broken and depressed. And I'm going to share later on in the series where I go from there and like what happens in my life, the things that just get worse and worse and also the ways that the Lord was with me in it and the lessons that he gave me. And so those lessons are what I want to highlight. I know right now, uh, many of us might be in the corner in different ways. You know, every, every corner is different in a matter of speaking. Um, either you're in the corner, you've, you've been in the corner, um, or you know someone who's in the corner. And so if that's you, the, this series is absolutely for you. I believe it is really going to impact you deeply. 
I've been praying for um, each and every one of you who are listening. Uh, there are so many who are in the corner right now. It, it's such a such a lonely place, and that's where I was. It was a hopeless place. I know there there are really many. When I think about it, there there's so many even biblical characters as I've read the Bible that have been in the corner. Jeremiah is a good example. He he was in a place in Lamentations three where he was seeing the uh, the judgment of God on Israel, where Israel didn't want God, and so so the Lord was like, "Okay, have what you want," and they ended up starving to death, and people were coming in and killing them. And Led Je- Jeremiah is watching all this, having been the one to warn them, and he's suffering, and he says. He says this, just think about this. He says, God has driven me and made me walk in darkness. Surely God has turned his hand repeatedly all day. He has made my chain heavy. Even when I cry out and call for help, he shuts out my prayer. He shuts out my prayer. And there, there are ways that I felt like that. You know, I, like I said, I prayed about getting married. I prayed about who to marry. I went to the Lord before any of it happened. And so I'm like, Lord, do you, do you, do you care? Really? Are you, did you hear my, are you, you didn't answer my prayer. Like, this is what's happening. Job is a good example. He, he lost everything. For those of you who don't know, he lost his family, his livelihood, he, his health, even in the end of the day. Um, he said in Job 19, behold, I cry violence, but there is no answer. I shout for help, but there is no justice. God has put darkness on my paths. He breaks me down on every side, and I am gone. What a statement. I am gone. Finally, just one, one last uh, person I can think of in the Bible just right now. Habakkuk is a good one, too. In Habakkuk 1, he was in the corner, is sort of the language I'm using. And he said, How long, O Lord, will I call for help, and you will not hear? I cry to you violence, yet you don't save. And there are countless other biblical characters in the Bible. David, Joseph, Isaiah, Asaph, Jesus, who have been in the corner. What do you do there? As someone who believes in God, who believes that God loves you, what do you do when, you're, when you feel things like this? God, I cry to you and you don't answer me. What do you do? How do you do that? Where do you go from there? Where did these men go from there? Where did I go from there? And so that's some of the things I want to talk to you. So so fast forward a little bit in my story. So that was the night uh, that I found out about my ex's affair, um, which was later confirmed um, by her. Uh, but so later on, this, this I'm in the corner. So I'm in the corner for quite a while, several months. Um, about eight months ish. Um, and there was one day, um, and and so this is sort of bringing it full circle to what really where this, um, title lessons in the corner comes from several months into that. I'm still living by myself. I still don't know where my life, my wife is. I still don't know. I know all these other things though, that she's with someone else and that she's sleeping with him and that I, you know, all these things. Well, I'm in the corner. And the corner also means like I'm backed, I'm forced into this place that I did not expect, that I did not want to go. And it feels like divorce is heading for me 
and is coming straight for me in the corner and there's nothing I can do about it. Like I'm forced into this place and divorce is just getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And it was like the opposite of having hope for your future, but seeing something really depressing and hard coming to you and you just can't, you can't even stop it. There's nothing you can do. One day one of my friends reached out to me while I'm in the corner and he said, there's this uh, house church um, here in Fargo and this man from England is coming over and he's said to be a prophet and he he's going to be at this house church and he invited one of my friends who invited me and I'm inviting you. <laughs> so, so I'm like, sure, you know, okay, it sounds interesting. So I end up going to this house church. This man preached and it was really good and really deep. And afterward, um, my friend went up to him and said, hey, can you pray for Austin? Um, my friend, he, he's, he's working through some things. Um, can you pray for him? And he agreed. And so my buddy came over and grabbed me and said, hey, he's going to pray for you. So I'm like, well, all the prayer I can get. And um, I'm thankful that at that time, uh, my buddy's wife actually recorded the prayer, actually recorded it. And so I have it written down verbatim of what he said to me that day, uh, five years ago now, um, little, little bit over five years ago, five years and maybe a few weeks. So I'm going to read you what he said to me. Um, he said, I have a feeling that you have been backed into a corner I don't know what it means, but I get a sense that you've been backed into a corner. And all God wants you to do is to sit down in the corner. He wants to speak to you. He said, do you desire to be a teacher? And I said, yeah, I, I really do. Wow. And then he said, okay, well, that's, that's why you're in the corner. He says, God wants you to sit down and he's going to talk to you so that from him talking to you, you can talk to everyone else. Because I can see that he's called you to be a teacher. He said, I don't know whether it's a school teacher or a Bible teacher, but he's called you to teach. He said, is that right? I said, yeah, that's, that's right on. He said, it's not been easy for you. I can see to be backed in the corner. And I don't know what the corner is all about, but I can see you. Once you sit down, it's like Jesus comes and sits in front of you. And he starts to reveal things to you so that you can really teach because the level of teaching he has for you is going to be to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And he said, he said once to me, your appointment is with me. And I have a feeling that that is what he's saying to you. So as you sit down and rest, you'll find Jesus will come to you and begin to open up the word and show you things. It's going to be great. That's what he prayed for me that day. Um, something only the Lord can do is give someone revelation about your situation that's so clear and precise. And the things he was saying weren't new to me. They were, they were just confirming everything I knew that was already happening. And it was, it was really a word that was very encouraging for me. And so that is what that time looked like. I'm in this corner and I'm sitting down. And Jesus came so many times and he sat with me and he taught me that literally that word is what happened. Um, 
there were so many times I was in such a hard place. The situation that I described only got worse. And the Lord would show up and sit with me. And he would open up his word to me to a place where I felt so overwhelmed by the revelation. I would, I would, there's this verse in Psalm 139. It says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's too high. I cannot attain to it. And I would quote that verse back to God. And I would say, God, this, what you just showed me in my suffering, in the, in the pain is so, it's too great for me. It's too wonderful. It's too amazing. It's so big. It was such a deep revelation. And those are just the things that I want to share with you. Those lessons. So, so that word is being fulfilled here and now. I am here coming from that place of being in the corner and the Lord teaching me to being in a place where I can teach you. And it's not like I'm anything special, you know, but I'm really honored to be able to just give to you what has been given to me in my time in the corner. So when I say lessons, those are the things that he showed me when I was in the corner. So that's what, that's, that's, that's the series. So the name, like, it's not arbitrary. Lessons in the corner. It's going to be really powerful. I'm really excited. So in the past several weeks, and most like now, like in the past couple months, like in June of this year, 2020, the Lord spoke to me out of nowhere. And I wrote it down and he said, I'm going to awaken those old things that I placed in your heart. Um, they're going to be the heart of your ministry. And the old things are like those first things that he told me when I was just going through it. A month later, he he spoke to me and it's like when he spoke these things that I'm telling you, it was like kind of out of nowhere. I wasn't really listening to him. It was just like, bam. A month later, he says, put together these things I've taught you. So I started in July compiling lessons, stories, the ways that he sat down with me, all these different things. I've been so encouraged. And now in October, this last month, he said the messages have been prepared. They've been made ready in your heart over the course of the previous years. Now is the time for their release. So literally this word that was given to me five years ago is being fulfilled here and now. And I'm really, really excited about that. Now is the time. So here I am. I'm just doing it. Want to be obedient. (laughs) I'm really honored to be able to give you just, just have the opportunity. Like my wife has this platform. It's like we're partnered together and it's awesome. I'm just honored to be here and share with you the things the Lord shared with me. That's really all that I want to do. And that's what the series is going to be about. It's going to be just um, explaining sort of more of my story, where I went from there and how the Lord showed up. I believe it's going to be really powerful. So I, I've, I've prayed for you um, as you're listening to this. I believe these messages are going to be impactful and I believe they're going to be timely and they're for right now. I, I, with all the things that the Lord has been just kind of showing me these past couple months, I believe it's for the now, right now, where you are, these messages are for you. So, um, so stay tuned. Um, I'm really excited. It's going to be really good. Um, I just pray that you guys are encouraged, stay encouraged and keep going. And I'll see you in the next one.
Thanks guys so much for listening to this episode. I really think that you're going to enjoy this series. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss another episode. And head over to my Instagram at hope underscore reclaimed for some encouraging content and um, I post a lot over there so if you're interested and you like what's happening on this podcast make sure to head over to my Instagram at hope underscore reclaimed and if you're interested in the healing from divorce online course make sure you grab that free first week in the link in my bio remember there is healing and there is redemption in Jesus and there's always hope hope is my middle name We'll see you next week.